you guys. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. This is Heidi St. John. I'm the host of this podcast, and I am thrilled that you're listening today. I am just excited that you guys have come along this journey with me uh, all these years now in the podcast, and I appreciate your feedback. If you would like to send me show notes, if you'd like to talk with me, correspond with me, let me know how this podcast is affecting you. If you'd like us to put you on a list for the very next Bible study that we're going to be doing, uh, we would love to do that. All that correspondence happens through the busy mom at, uh, emailing me at podcast at the busy mom.com. Pretty soon at the podcast, we're going to have a submission form for you because it'd be easier for us to, I think, communicate with you all that way. But for right now, just go ahead and email us podcast at the busy mom.com. Also want to remind you that we've got a scripture writing challenge happening. And so if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and go to my blog. You can go to Heidi St. John.com forward slash scripture writing. We've got really, really great things coming up for you. This coming uh, month, we've got Indianapolis and then Tampa, and then I'm going to take a break for the holidays, spend the holidays with my family, and then I'll be back on the road in January. So you guys will hear that schedule pretty soon. And you can find though all that stuff, all that information at my blog, including dun, 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 the new line of jewelry that we are launching for Redeemed. So check that out. Uh, this ministry is funded by the generous support of people who listen and give. If you're interested in giving to the ministry that Jay and I run, which is called Firmly Planted Family, it's a nonprofit organization, been around for about 15 years. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, today, I'm really excited to welcome my friend Kristen Welch back to the show. Kristen is the author of uh, Raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World. And I am just I'm blown away by the message of this book because I think it's a it's a very important message for this generation. But Kristen had the opportunity to travel several years ago with Compassion International to an impoverished community in Kenya, and it changed her life. And in going over there, she realized we got a big problem at home, and we've got to do something different. And I know that a lot of parents are listening to this today going, you know what, my ki- my kids, they all have, you know, handheld devices. I'm not saying that these things are bad, but I just think, you know, at some point we need to, to, all of us need to step back and take a look at what is the message that we're sending to our children? Do they feel entitled to things or are we teaching them to be grateful? Are we teaching them that the things that they have that really are extras are graces in their lives and not things that they should just expect by rote of, you know, by the virtue of the fact that they're breathing. And so, uh, we got to do something different. And so, Kristen, I'm wondering if you can tell me what was, there was a point in your life that, uh, changed you and then you realized you got to do something different with your kids. What did that look like? Yeah. Well, back in 2010, I went on this trip as a blogger and with Compassion International and I left my family at home and And I came home a different person. I mean, literally the person who returned back into my little house was not the same really self-absorbed, selfish middle-class mother that had left. Mm -hmm. And so I had to figure out what my new normal was and my whole, everything I knew about myself and even God had just been flipped upside down. And I wanted to do something significant that, because I, I really went on that trip sort of an empty Christian, which is a conundrum, you know, it's right, but there are empty Christians, you know, because we, we feel like, you know, we add religion and spirituality and Jesus to our lives like salt and pepper, but we don't make him the main course, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where I was. I just, he wasn't enough for me. And so I came home really with a, just a changed person. So my family really received that very well. I think they they got a better version of me 
they got someone who wanted to help other people and 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 so our family just really began to flow from that place and it was different and it was good and but we did have the opportunity maybe nine months after that initial trip to return to Kenya as a family and now we've been you know seven or eight times as a family so I really accidentally it wasn't on purpose but I our entire home changed and once you expose your kids on a regular basis to we're going to focus on other people um, things and you don't have to go overseas to do that I mean you can focus on other people in your neighborhood but once we began to really reach outside of our home and say how can we help people how can we serve others things began to change we began to really um, see how other people live and I think it all boils down to perspective Mm-hmm. Because we don't have to teach our kids how to compare themselves to other people. I mean, we are good at that, you know? Toddlers can look at what another toddler has and say, I want that. Yeah. It was something maybe they didn't even know existed 10 minutes before, but it's a toy that now they want. And we're very good at comparing ourselves to what other people have. But what we're not good at is comparing ourselves to people with less. We don't say, wow, look at how much I have because the person next to me on the other side doesn't have as much. And so I think when we do that and we can, we put our kids in that middle place where, yeah, they're going to compare themselves to kids with more who live on the street or go to church or school with them. But we also have to give them pers- the perspective of people with less, of elderly neighbor- neighbors or single moms or people holding up a sign under the bridge or orphans overseas. I mean, whoever it is, when we give them the perspective of people with less, then what we do is we put our kids in the middle. We put ourselves in the middle. And that's where gratitude is born through perspective because we can see what we have because we're comparing ourselves to people who don't have as much. And I saw this firsthand. My youngest was only um, two or three, two and a half when I first went to Kenya. She's nine now, almost 10. So her whole life has been shaped by this worldview of, you know, our family really wants to glorify God and how we serve others. That's our goal. And so she doesn't really know any difference. As a matter of fact, when she was in kindergarten, she invited a friend over from school and she showed her pictures of all of these, the sea of faces on our refrigerator, kids we support through compassion and girls that we've helped in our maternity homes and jobs we have provided in these 24 countries. And the little girl, her friend said, who are all these people in your refrigerator? Mm. And my kindergartner said, oh, these are people we help. What does your family do? And it was just a natural reaction that we help people. Your family must do something good, too. Mm-hmm. And so um, years ago, when I took this same child of mine to Kenya, um, we stood in the home of one of our sponsored kids. And... Um, their entire home was the size of her bedroom at home. And I never have to throw out, oh, you know, you should be grateful. You've seen this or you've done that. You know, I just have to, if she's like, oh, my, I don't have enough of this or I don't have enough of that. I just have to say, remember when we were in Adventist's house? And it's just this, oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's our job as parents is to help our kids stay in that middle place where, yeah, there's always going to be people with more than us, but there are always really many more people 
who have less than us. And so that's where gratitude is born. And that's where we've, we've got to focus. Mm. I love that you said that gratitude is born through perspective. And I think it's a good thing to remind parents of, because we're coming into the holidays. I hate to even say the H word, but we are, <laughs> we're coming into the holidays. And if, if ever there was a time when parents feel, even when we don't, we, you know, I've, I know that I've been in this situation with, with my own, you know, with my own family and with my husband, we've been in seasons where we didn't feel like we had anything. And yet Christmas comes and all of a sudden you feel this horrible pressure to spend money that you don't have to give your kids things that they don't need and that they probably won't be thankful for and won't remember. And mm-hmm. several years ago, we decided to start um, giving our kids three things at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've done for them is every year is just take them out and they, um, we go, we've gone to the nursing home. We've gone, you just, you know, we make uh, little things for the neighbors, people that we don't know. And my kids will spend two days, you know, baking. And, and you know, what's interesting about that, Kristen, is when we started doing this, probably 10 years ago, we started doing this. When we started doing that, our kids' perspective on Christmas changed. All of a sudden, it was an opportunity for them to give to somebody else. And and it didn't have to be really expensive. It was just an opportunity for them to look outside of their own um, little world. And, the, you know, because when we were kids, I don't know how you were, but I grew up in the 70s and 80s. And so we got those big, uh, the toy magazines. Remember that from Toys R Us? And we'd circle all the things that we <laughs> mm-hmm. wanted and, oh yeah, uh, you know, and give these big, my poor mother, give these big stacks to my mom. Uh, these are the things that we need, you know, at Christmas. And I think, you know, as we're coming into this season, um, and I'm going to link back to this book today because I think it's so important for parents to really know that what you're doing when you're teaching your children gratitude is you're actually teaching them perspective and you're helping them have a healthy perspective. And it's a it's a life changer. It's a heart changer um, when you realize the world doesn't revolve around you. Right. And it's something, I mean, it's something I need on a regular basis. I mm-hmm. mean, I have been so guilty of walking into a neighbor's house and seeing their kitchen remodel and immediately like coming out of my mouth, it, I need to remodel my kitchen, yeah. <laughs> you know, and whining about what I don't have. I mean, it's a constant um, emotion and struggle in our culture and, yeah. and we're adults and we know better and we, we fight it. And mm-hmm. so I think, um, you know, it's, it's really made me even this entire process has made me even more compassionate towards my kids because our culture is so, um, consumer, um, centric that, yes. you know, everything is about consuming and instant gratification. And, um, and, you know, I remember my son came home from school years ago and he was like, mom, I just feel different. And I remember hugging him and I was like, good, <laughs> that's exactly how you should feel. And he was like, you know, really, I'm not really getting the sympathy that I was wanting. But I'm like, when we raise our kids to be different than the world, they're going to be different than the world. And mm-hmm. I think that it makes us compassionate for them because it's not, it's not always easy not to fit in, but really we're called to be strangers of this world and aliens and we're not supposed to fit in. And I think when we decide we're going to call out entitlement and we're going to just work really hard on adding some perspective somehow to our home, then we are paddling upstream and it won't always be easy, but it's worth it. Definitely Mm. worth it. Yeah, it's so worth it. I want to just give our listeners an opportunity to find out what you're doing and get involved in helping you. I, um, 
I want if you just could take a few minutes and talk about Mercy House and Fair Trade Friday so that uh, listeners can, um, and I'll link back to it. So for those of you who are curious about what Kristen is doing, because one of the things that Kristen's doing that I love so much is she's not just saying this, she's actually leading uh, and showing our kids what this looks like. She and her husband are leading by example. And we, and in my travels, you know, my, my family, our family travels around the country, you know, routinely several months, probably four, um, four or five months out of the year, we're on the road and meeting with families across the country. And we hear all the time from parents who say, I want my kids to be a world changer. I want my kids to have the strong relationship with the Lord. I want my kids to be grateful. And we have all these hopes and dreams for our kids, but honestly, we can't give our kids what we don't have. And so if you want your kids to have a strong prayer life, you need to have a strong prayer life. If you want your kids to be grateful and to um, and to recognize the world of entitlement that they live in and learn to be a grateful participant uh, rather than just a consumer, that starts with the parents. And that's something I love, Kristen, about what you're doing is that it really is starting with you. And it's, it's changed uh, your life, obviously, and your husband's life, but it's in the process. You're shaping the hearts and minds of your children. Uh, through what you're doing and leading by example. And I think that is what, I hope that that's the big takeaway that parents who are listening to this go, you know, I wonder what I can do. So uh, tell our listeners a little bit about Mercy House and Fair Trade Friday and how they can get involved in what you are doing. Yeah, I would love to do that. You know, Mercy House is really the story of really just a simple yes. And I love that it looks like the body of Christ, how when we all work together, and all contribute our small yes and our obedience um, to God, then he uses that and he combines it and he unites us and he creates something really good and beautiful. And that's our story. I am a simple mom, um, been writing for 10 years, have three kids, married for 20 years. Thankfully, we're pushing through. I mean, just a regular person. I'm your next door neighbor. But I wanted to do something good for other people. And um, Mercy House is really the answer to that. Mm -hmm. When I was in Kenya, I was overwhelmed with young girls who were being forced into survival prostitution, which means they were um, selling their bodies for food. And it's a, it's a huge problem around the world, especially in Kenya, where more than 50% of teenagers are single moms in the slum. And um, I was this mom blogger writing to moms I love motherhood. I love being a mom. And I wanted to connect moms who didn't have with moms who did have. Mm -hmm. And Mercy House is really in the middle of that. We're just a conduit to connect moms who have. And that's you and I listening today, moms who have with moms who don't have. There are women all around the world. I've stood in their doorways. I've looked into their eyes. And they've asked me to tell you to remember them. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that there are women around the world, countless women, mothers, who just want to provide for their kids. They want to put food on the table. They want to send their kids to school. They want exactly what we want. They want to provide for their families. And they can't do it without our help. And so Fair Trade Friday is the answer to that. Um, Mercy House Global is our, our over is our nonprofit. Fair Trade Friday is a ministry of that and it's a subscription club and we employ women and we do it in Jesus' name so that they can provide for their kids. Um, we also have maternity homes in Nairobi, Kenya that we started in 2010 that take these survival prostitutes who end up getting pregnant from this forced work and we help them have their babies and they become moms and we've had 35 of those mothers. Wow. Um, 
come in and have their babies and graduate from the homes there. And um, it's been really hard, amazing work. And I love getting up every day. <laughs> love mm. it. And I, I also cry every single day. So this is just my, don't, don't feel bad. I cry every day. You know, um, I think just, that tears are good. If we're not, if we're not crying for what's happening around us, we're not watching. We're not paying attention. Yeah. 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 How, how does, how, um, I got about 30 seconds left, Kristen, how to parent, I will link back to it today, but if somebody wants to sign up for fair trade Friday, what are they, what is, what's in it for them? I hate to say it that way, but someone's yes. going to be going, what is no, this? It, definitely. And that's the, if you ask a woman in poverty, what she wants the most, it's not money. It's a job. Yes. And so that's what we do. Is we just provide work because dignity is restored when people are working. So you can go to fairtradefriday.club. We have three club options as low as eleven ninety nine a month where you can get earrings of, of the month. Every single month, a different pair of uniquely created earrings from different countries, different women around the world. We have the same thing with bracelets. And then our main club, which is our most popular box, is thirty one ninety nine a month. And you get three to four fair trade items that are gorgeous. I mean, they're just beautifully created. Um, a lot of variety, a lot of color, a lot of fun. And, and it's not just jewelry. I mean, I the box story. I got was beautiful. There was a um like a leather bag in there and some um some stationery and some beautiful earrings. And I think there's something to, you know, you just feel good about wearing it. You're just like, I just I just did a yeah. fair, you know, we just did uh, somebody a good turn and made them feel good about themselves and I feel pretty good about myself too. It's amazing how that works. Cuz you feel like yeah, you're doing it's something. story to story. Every mm. product has a story, has a name. Um, and that's what we want to do. We just want to remind people that these women exist and that we can help them and we can look really cute doing it. (laughs) Kristen, I love you. I love your heart. And, uh, I know that, that this is going to be encouragement to the women who are listening. We will link back all of you who are uh, curious about, uh, Mercy House and Fair Trade Friday and, and Kristen's books. I will link back to all those things at the show notes today. So if you're listening to this on Stitcher, or uh, over at another uh, podcast app over on iTunes, you're going to have to head on over to the blog and I'll link back to all that stuff today. And uh, we just really appreciate uh, you guys checking it out. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your story and encouraging uh, parents as they're raising their kids in the culture today to just be grateful for what they have and to uh, put their eyes on uh, the needs of other people. I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much, Heidi. I appreciate it. Everybody else, if you've got questions, uh, if you've got podcast ideas, if I'd love to hear your feedback for this podcast, you can feel free to email me at podcast at thebusymom.com. And I appreciate you listening. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.